This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. We're social creatures and our need to feel connected is so important for both our physical and mental well-being. So I kind of find this statistic a little bit troubling, and that is that one in five older Australians feel lonely, especially those aged 75 and over. Well, Monash University are looking for older Australians to help fight loneliness and social isolation. And the research is being conducted for the Federal Department of Health and Aged Care. Epidemiologist Dr. Roseanne Frick-Polly is the survey lead, joins us on the line. Uh, Roseanne, welcome to Drive. Thank you for having me. Now, that statistic, it's quite alarming. uh, And research that you've done at Monash has already found how those 65 and over are feeling. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so a lot of people that are older feel like they've been abandoned, rejected and left to die. And this can be people in nursing homes, but also in their own homes with very few visitors. Why is it so important to socialise and feel connected? I believe that uh, socialising is part of our human nature, just a bit like thirst and shelter is needed. We are social creatures and without social connections to other people, we we tend to start feeling lonely. So it's just like a warning sign that we need to be more connected with people. And you mentioned uh, that uh, in aged care uh, facilities, it's quite bad. Do we have any statistics on, on how much uh, pe- how lonely people are feeling? In aged care specifically, more than half wow. uh, on average are feeling lonely. Uh, and of, of course, um, more recently we've had the COVID uh, pandemic. So uh, this has been exacerbated by people not having as many visitors, but also uh, people have become um, familiar with not visiting. So we need to re-establish um, our, our visiting patterns with older people in nursing homes and in, age, um, in their own homes. Now, we recently had the uh, Royal Commission into Aged Care. Did that have any findings in terms of loneliness? Yes, it, uh, it did. Um, it highlighted that loneliness among aged care recipients is an urgent issue. So, uh, which is why the Department of Health and Aged Care are very interested in people's uh, experiences and also opportunities to improve socialisation, which is why we're conducting our study. We're looking for people who uh, either live in their own homes and are on an aged care package that government subsidised or live in a residential aged care facility that government subsidised. Um, we're looking for a range of people, so these could be people in a metropolitan and a remote or rural areas, uh, as well as different cultural and linguistic backgrounds, First Nations and LTGGPI um, communities. We're chatting with Dr Roseanne Freak-Polly about loneliness and isolation, particularly when it comes to older people. Do we have any information about the LGBTIQA plus communities? And is loneliness more prevalent in this community? Um, I don't have uh, those statistics in front of me now, but we do know that if you are in a minority group, you may feel uh, more socially isolated. So you just don't have as many opportunities to socialise with people like-minded, or you may also have found your group of people and therefore be uh, more connected to people in your minority group. So it can go either way. Um, And 
I also just wanted to touch on um, the fact that we we do know that social isolation is immediately bad for you, or loneliness is immediately bad for your your mental, uh, your physical and uh, mental health currently, like your quality of life, but also that long term we know that it's attached to things like uh, risk of dementia and risk of cardiovascular disease. So it's really important to keep up um, and start enjoying new hobbies as we get older and our lifestyles change. It really is bad for us, isn't it? It, it is, and I've shown that um, with some of my research that even uh, in healthy older adults, so age 65 and older in Australia, that your risk of cardiovascular disease death doubles if someone is socially isolated. Wow. So it, it's a really high statistic. Uh, should be on your um, risk factors, similarly to your blood pressure and other things that you tick off at the doctor's. Roseanne, while we've got you and, you know, we, we all know people, what are some practical things, I suppose, that we can do mm-hmm. to help others in the community who might be struggling with a bit of loneliness and isolation? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, um, you uh, are surrounded by people with where you live. So, getting to know your neighbours. We do know that uh, knowing at least two neighbours uh, is helps with your people's loneliness and this doesn't have to be a deep meaningful conversations but just saying hi introducing yourself checking in on them a couple of times a year and and um, potentially having a coffee with someone um, on your street it can be very helpful engage in meaningful conversations so uh, we do have people in our lives so that we see often but maybe get beyond um, the daily conversation and ask a little bit deeper about their interests and how they're feeling about something uh, can really start forming a stronger connection and a sense of community. Uh, um, also, thank you. Sorry, please go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in thinking about involving someone um, that you haven't involved, that you, you've just met, uh, even if you you yourself uh, don't form a connection with them, they you may um, introduce them to their new best friend. I think that's fantastic. And also, you're right with your neighbours. I uh, chat to my neighbour every day, and they've got a farm. And every so often, a dozen eggs come over the fence, not flying over like it, <laughs> you know, in a carton. <laughs> I'm sure some neighbours want to do that. But uh, it is good, that's and it is a great place to start, definitely. Exactly. And so we, we are looking for um, strategies or people's experiences, and potentially people out there have, um, you know, other solutions uh, around how they've increased or maintained their social connections with people we're running a survey and i'll give you the number now and again at the end uh, it is zero three nine nine zero five two nine seven one if you are interested in um, participating in our survey for over 65 year olds who are on government subsidized care that number is 03 If you didn't get it, uh, just email us at Joy Drive and we'll send it to you. Uh, Roseanne, great uh, uh, research that you're doing. We look forward to hearing what the uh, result is. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Drive. That is Monash University epidemiologist Dr. Roseanne Freak-Polly. Joy Drive on Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, Joy on your digital radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com or the Joy app. No matter where you are. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.